I guess it's uh, we're coming off a few days off. Yeah. It, like, it's when once when you have a, a real uh, consistency to it, uh-huh. and you notice you can feel the days off. Yeah. You know what I mean? The rest days. It's funny because it's like you know if you have like a regimen where you're working out, they say it's really important to ha- to take rest days. Yeah, but not in this case. No, I actually no. don't think so. In this case, I think it's the you opposite. You would want to do more. It's weird. It's like you take a day off and you're like, why don't I take two days off? Or why don't we come back in four? Yeah. And it's a challenge, but the more you turn it into a habit, the less you notice the challenge. Yes. It just becomes the thing that you do, the way that you are. Uh-huh. I give a shout out. Uh, Vin is on the show today. Uh, highly requested guest. Long time coming. He's got his jacket on, which many of you probably expected. It's a noisy jacket today, so I have to <laughs> apologize in advance. Jacket he chose to wear is uh you know it's a nylon type material and any type of movement is uh very obvious and it was concerning to me so we we decided on a type of half off a type of solution and as you can see his zipper is now lowered and it's been stretched out to create like a large opening one one piece is completely off the shoulder it's quite a revealing look <laughs> well Delicious. i can't see myself i don't know what's going on it's a revealing look and i think uh <clears throat> it's adding to the mystery and the intrigue i think so of who would do something like that. now willie do you fixed your outfit today i found the hoodie you found the I'm middle good. ground yeah you found the middle ground that this show is known for it was very important that i find it we put tremendous effort into maintaining the middle ground and uh-huh. although I know it's risky bringing Vin on the show, especially Vin with some type of tea on the floor there. He's got a green tea as well. Super chat. Super chat, Josh. <laughs> thank you very much. Well, you were getting super chats, Vin. The uh, weather, Southern Ontario. Well, come on. No, snow, no. rain. No, no. You were getting You were getting super chats requesting you to get back on the show. I don't remember who it was. It was one particular guy. It was like, Vin's got to come back. Make uh-huh. sure he's wearing his jacket or whatever. Yeah. Well, anyway. He has a fan base. Wow. Vin's back, and he's been submitting stories. He's all fired no, up. No, no, no. He's all fi- he's all <laughs> fired up. And I was like, uh, well, listen, you want to submit so many stories to the chat. If you want to, then you better get up here. And actually, it was Willie Do. You called him out, right? You said, Vin, if you got so much to talk about, if you're so controversial, if you're so outspoken... Then get your butt over here, and yeah. we got a seat for you. Definitely. And so that's actually Let's what brought us to this moment right now, is he took you up on your offer, and he said, prepare the microphone. He said, do me a favor, plug my microphone in before I get there. Well, Vin's always welcome here. It's always a good time. I know, but in this particular case, he's got something to say. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> Vin would much more uh, likely just send us the links <laughs> and have you talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. 
It's no problem. Been doing it. Keep doing it. Doing it for a living. Musk makes big Twitter announcement. Board salary will be zero. A big zero dollars. If I take over, that'll save three millies per year. He's talking directly to the shareholders. That's been his plan all along. So I don't care about these uh, uh, suit types, although I don't know where their suits are. They might be more Silicon Valley style mm. with uh, how does that work? I don't know. It's like jeans or something. Is it still jeans? Pretty casual. I, it's probably not even jeans anymore. It's probably all the way down to just completely comfortable clothing, I would guess. Jammies? I don't know, man. One Onesies? I don't know. I've been thinking about pants lately. I, I'm trying to like, I'm going to redo all pants this summer. No. I'm looking for very like lightweight I'm putting a lot of thought into it. So if you are if you want an update on how hard it is to figure out pants. Okay. And I'm talking like I need lightweight. Like it can't be hot. And I'm not trying to wear shorts all the time. Well, what are those? No, this is lightweight. Yeah. But everything's an experiment at this point. All right. And okay. I'm not going to say anything till I get to the actual bottom of it. Uh, Elon Musk, CEO of SpaceX and Tesla is seeking to buy Twitter. Well, you know that. That's been the storyline for over a week uh it's it's making waves on social media mainstream media everywhere world's richest man wants to buy social media for himself uh, a lot of people like it some people don't there's been reports of twitter employees nervous certainly board members things didn't go as they might have gone it was like hey we're gonna give you a board seat come hang out with us we're pals mm -hmm. we want the same thing you do five minutes later Probably not going to take that board seat. I don't know what it was. Did he go visit them, Will? I don't know what it was. Did he not like the food they served? It's like, I don't like the smell of this I don't diet. know what it was. Yeah. Did he not like the cut of their jib? Was that it? Possibly. I don't even know what that means. The jib. It has know. to be good. I don't know what it means. But, yeah. uh, he probably went over there or at least had some sort of a meeting, CEO and others, and then he said, oh, damn, you guys are like that. No, thanks. I'll take it all. Or it was his plan from the beginning. But either way, you know, this thing has been updated. It continues to get updated. I'll stick here for a minute, then we'll head to the next one, which kind of talks about what I'm talking about. I don't know how significant this is, but he's basically saying, hey, I don't need a salary, which is not surprising. Now, a lot of people like to take an extra salary. I mean, no, I mean nobody's upset taking another million bucks or something, but he really doesn't need it. Mm -hmm. And... If the company does well, you know he's going to profit from it because of the success of the company, right? Being uh, the primary owner of said company. But he's also saying, hey, the board as it is right now is pretty expensive. Yes. He's saying it's three million bucks a year, that board. Uh, and uh, we have a tweet here from Gary Black. He says, let me point out the obvious. If Elon Musk takes Twitter private, the Twitter board members don't have jobs anymore which pays them 250k to 300k per year for what is a nice part-time job that could explain a lot. And so they got a list over here. It's like what 12 members? 11 oh, I think members? I think Otis is very excited more <laughs> than the audience is that Vin is here. And oh boy. It's getting intimate over there. Hey. And Alan, uh, what are you doing? I'm, I feel like he needs to be rescued there because Otis wasn't taking no for an answer. <laughs> yeah. I don't think he knows the rules well. Uh, so what do we have? Like, look, you have a, a total total salary, I guess, on the far right, which is fees earned and paid cash and then stock awards. And yeah, as you can see, it's like a lot, a lot of those numbers are around 300K. 
and those go to zero. And so then they're like, hey, you want this guy, uh, you want this guy to increase his his proportion of ownership of this company? They're like, no. They're like, no, no, thank you. Mm. I'm fine the way it is. And then the word hostile starts coming out. Oof. Did you see that word floating around? The word hostile? That and poison pill. Well, poison pill was the was the technique, the reaction mm-hmm. to the word hostile. Yeah. Uh, well, it might be hostile. Well, you know, if someone comes for you three hundred grand, you might consider them hostile. Well, yeah, they're def- three hundred grand. They come looking oh, for yeah. your three hundred grand. Yeah, I mean, I would definitely be hostile. And all your pals sitting on the board. Uh huh. You picture them in a room. They're like, uh, we're good. <laughs> Elon, can you go away, please? <laughs> You're bringing way too much attention to what's going on over here. So what now, happened? For the record, it's not that they do nothing. Okay. For the record, I think a lot of people like to look at this, and even this article, I don't know. You find this article, IJR.com. I don't know what their motivation is. But, uh, and I, I apologize if, uh, if I should know that. Independent Journal Review. Shout out. No, it's fine. Like, the way we're, that we're gathering news now, I like it. The variety of sources is great. It's a wide breadth. Mm-hmm. It's a wide breadth. We talk about it. But, you know, they've gone far to say, well, actually, look, this is Gary Black that said it, not even them. He said, pays pretty good for what I see as a part-time job. Is that what, That's what he sounds like. You're paraphrasing. That's what he sounds like. Um, 250K to 300K per year uh, for what is a nice part-time job. That could explain a lot. So that's the way he said it. The fact of the matter is they make, uh, collectively, they make decisions that impact the, the platform. Yeah, they're like advisors outside of the everyday they, or the day-to-day. Well, they have, um, they vote on proposals and uh-huh. changes and they're the board. Um, we don't have a board. <laughs> In here? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if All we have, the dogs are the board members? I don't know if we have enough people yes. to have a board, but... Uh, I, you know what I'd like to see from oh, Elon now? Start floating out uh, who potential candidates to maintain this freedom of speech. The overseers, the, the, the ones keeping his... Uh, I guess philosophy intact. Are you talking about board members? Well, the whole the whole thing is is well, a big part of it for him is the freedom of speech part of it. But I'm talking like this this is something to me, but I think he can start to can he not start to help with the vision of what it could be? Like But how like, are you going to get these people to agree with you when you're they're essentially fired? Like they're not. <clears throat> there's no his, his whatever no, but his, I think whatever his philosophical agenda. He's on a campaign right now. It's a public uh, sentiment campaign. I think it, it's just it, no one knows. I think if he starts to lay the groundwork more for what his vision looks like, this okay. is something. But I think, I think, I think he can begin to do more. To, uh, to assist with what that may look like. I mean, uh, outside of however this uh, 
but you've heard plays out. But. You've heard how this board can sort of sabotage his abilities, no matter what, no matter what public perspective is. They can. There are techniques they can use to diminish the significance of his current stake and make it very hard for him to continue to acquire the company uh, by yeah, just by just issuing more shares and devaluing what he's already got. Which is the path they're on? Yeah, so I believe so. Well, no, I mean, yeah, they've they've. Uh, I, I think that they've been transparent about it to an extent that they'll do whatever it takes to avoid the hostile takeover. And at the moment, they're, uh, you know, they're a functioning publicly traded company, and there's very little that can be done to completely. I, I mean, I, I don't know how it would have to work. I don't know if if and how regular shareholders could impact it. And then on the, on the, on the, but even if he says, okay, like what, what is, let's say, let's say this does happen. If you're moving on from this board, what does that new board start to look like? It wouldn't be, it would be a privately held company. He's talking about taking the company private. Well, but he also did say he would be willing to bring board members. He was saying, no, he was saying he was willing to bring, other shareholders along, significant shareholders. So the likes of co- different investment firms that have like 8 10% of the company, things like this. The, to be on the board, you don't necessarily have to hold a significant share of the company. I don't know. I think it actually listed what their rewards yeah, were in terms of stock. It's not big. $200,000 yeah. uh, worth of stock. So these people are not, it's not going to be in the same realm as his billions of dollars of stock. There are other shareholders that have billions of dollars of stock, including, uh, what was the name of the company, Will? I'm trying to remember now. It was some vague, like, Vanguard. Yeah. <laughs> what a name. <laughs> what a name. The investment firm, right? Vanguard. Yeah. Who's trying to buy you out? Vanguard. Oh, you better, you best pack up and leave. But basically what I'm getting at, I think I think beyond him himself, start to lay out what the rest of this team can can look like. Private, public. It just wouldn't it just might not be worth it for him if the tactics that are in play continue to play out. It might be impossible for him to do this thing. It, it might not be feasible. And in which case in which case you're putting this grand vision in place and it's you know it's not going to be the greatest look if they find a way to weasel out of it uh, with whatever techniques are necessary. And and for the record, uh. so so here's here's an interesting idea because as you move to the next ta- as you move to the next tab, <clears throat> you're seeing criticism of this board from the founder of Twitter, Jack Dorsey, who hasn't he's been pretty quiet. And he's still, he's still a, I don't know, I can't remember how much of Twitter, uh, he's like two and a half percent or something. Yeah. Is he also there. still an advisor? He's on the board yeah. right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so he, so he's still involved to an extent. May, then he's out. Okay. Whatever. He's got other interests going on right now. But he was asked on Twitter by the way, is that what his kitchen looks like? Or is he at a restaurant? He's really he's really on the minimal thing, I think, right now. The clock's pretty good. 
it's a good. military and then but yeah. look at the glass the number of glass bottles could be an airbnb i think he isn't he in costa rica a lot he's now? he's down there a lot but i don't know his recent style and stuff i feel like this is this could be his way of life mm. anyway so the the important part here is he gets asked on twitter about this board and uh, here's the the exact question serious question for jack if you think the twitter board is slash was so dysfunctional and kept the company from being great as you imply either through your own tweets or replies to others why didn't you do anything about it when you ran the company for several years uh that's from scott wapner i think he must be a reporter for cnbc jack then responds so much to say dot 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 but nothing that can be said so I guess he's got a uh, one of those non-disclosure things going on, which would which wouldn't surprise me. Uh, a follow-up from Jason Kent says responses show confusion over hope versus truth, truth versus trust, and selling versus informing. I know you get this, including the problems underneath. He says, "I really wish I could break through all the abstraction here and answer you, but alas and woe." So he's basically saying. I'm tied up. I can't provide the insight that I would love to provide. And I can't speak plainly about the dysfunction of this board and how I may, he may have felt along the way, how they might be holding the company back. This is good for uh, Elon because it makes him look more reasonable that he was kind of unwilling to work with them. And went the route that he went. Because here you have Jack who's in, also in the tech realm and social media, internet culture. He's also done significant things as far as, far as profile goes. He's moved on to crypto and such. But here's a guy who founded the company. So you would believe that it would be hard for an individual like this to kind of walk away from it. Unless they felt that their hands were tied to a certain extent. I mean, I know he's super into crypto, but to kind of detach yourself completely from what was once your baby could be indicative of uh, trouble, pre-existing trouble or frustration with how things were going and an inability to uh, affect change Mm -hmm. because of this, this board. Well, he's talking. He's saying saying as much as he can, but he's talking. Right. And so now, here's my wild card. Wow. Uh, I, I apologize. I haven't seen these uh, Super Chats. Super, uh, shout out to Gustavo. And I don't know if there's any others up there, but everybody's very excited that you're back, Vin. Mm-hmm. So give Gustavo a shout out as well. Go ahead, Vin. Uh, yeah. No, I, well, yeah. Vin's, well, what, as, no, Vin's you, as excited you are, as you are, Gustavo. You were... Right? I don't know if you can tell. Yeah. Well, you were, what's your, what's your take? You were going to say something. Oh, yes. I was going to say my wild card. Cahoots? Forget him. Forget who? Forget him. For- act, act like, and okay, this is a controversial uh, position. And I sure as hell don't want to sign up to another app but if anybody 
could no, figure out no. how to do a better Twitter. No. Elon plus Jack, it ain't no Trump. That is mm, no. some next level the pro- connections. The problem is... Oh, man, I believe people will move from Twitter. No problem. It just has to be the right product and the right team. Like, that's all it Everything is. Everything is so embedded now. It's, it's not it's, that embedded. It's not that embedded. Uh, they could come up with tools for, like, uh, signing up in such a way where it, like, imports your follow your followers or something. Like, where if a person creates a new account, like, could be some sort of API. I don't know if they would ever allow such a thing to take place. But But a lot of people have been talking, for example, about, and this is also very difficult to do, but a way to decentralize social. If you wanted true freedom, and I know I've been following some of the the um, conversation threads on Jack's Twitter account because a lot of people have been coming at him, a way to use crypto to create a social media platform that has no, not your typical managerial structure in the first place. With uh, Web3? <laughs> 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 I I agree I agree a hundred percent with Elon. It ha- it has to be Twitter. He has to do it. Well, then he has to figure well, out a way to do it. Well, then you're losing all your leverage. And then, no, well, you're it, losing it, all your it, leverage. It, it, the I, only leverage you have is that you're the world's richest man. And if anybody can cause problems for the pre-existing social media, it should be him and Jack. And listen, I don't whatever the Web three idea. It's just a fun idea that maybe there's a way to improve this thing because the rules being in any one no, man's but still, hands you can create still, problems. You can still accomplish that with Twitter after. No, you can't. No? You can't because you you ultimately you end up with an advertising model. No, somebody's well, but paying Elon the bill. Said the zero. The whole the whole thing was zero advertising, dealing with bots, spam. Uh, that's day to day. I guess a core. Once you get in, the, once you get in the mix, you realize it's a lot more to it. Doxing and threats and well, whatever. Law, they would have like, to come re, up. What about requests from law enforcement? Uh, like it's it gets squirrely, man. It, it it guaranteed gets squirrely beyond the point that a single managerial group can can. But what was it? Twitter five years ago. It was. I mean, they were still having to deal with. That stuff. I mean, it evolved, but I don't. I don't. It was I, just. It was just getting less attention because it was like you know this comment that Twitter or social media is the new town hall or whatever they Twitter. They, they Twitter keep, whatever they Twitter whatever they, is, whatever they yeah. keep this reference point as. But even actually, if I go back to Jack, because then he there was something else today. Him. Going back and forth with uh, CNN, and then getting on, he touched on ads and how ads, the ad model for uh, at least in Twitter, was contributing to. Uh, it's inevitable. Certain things. And it's stuff. inevitable. But, what when you think of things that get censored or taken down, or are sensitive in general in places like YouTube, all you have to do is reference the ad apocalypse, which had a drastic impact on the creator economy. When the advertisers pull out and you're on a revenue share, but if like this, thing, like if this, this show, right? This show right here. It, now, granted, this show right here, we have the Super Chats coming in, which is a different revenue structure. And it alleviates some of the pressure from an advertiser perspective. But when they come in and they get nervous and all of a sudden some ad links up with some really nasty piece I'm of content. I'm saying, but if Twitter was ad-free, totally ad-free, 
Which really, the only person that would even consider something like that would be Elon. But let's say, for example, it was totally no. Even even Elon would run out of money running this thing ad free, unless he can substitute subscriptions, which is why he's already been talking about right. Twitter Blue. He's trying to say, how much will you pay for Twitter? And I already asked you this question. You said you wouldn't pay anything. No, no, I that wasn't my answer. That my answer was, well, we don't need to get into that, but something totally different. <laughs> well, it's a simple question. No, but right, okay, right now, would I pay for it? No, and Mike's really if, close to your mouth there, man. Right now, would I pay for it? No, but um, full disclosure, I'm a free user. I. I'm dealing with a lot of for full disclosure. Go, I'm a free man. <laughs> no, I have to go incognito and get, are you sure you don't want to sign off and anything? Anyways, but if if there was a way to You're a lurker. You're describing a lurker. Well, fine. The, then but if there was a you way You don't like to, the word you don't like that word, that terminology? Willie do lurk I, he lurks sometimes. Observer. It's lurker. Wow. If if there was a way for me to absorb it daily... Wait one second, Vin. Luis Fernando, this is not pre-recorded. You understand? I just said your name. There's a conspiracy going on in the chat that this entire conversation is pre-recorded. This is live, all right? Why would that, that be That should the solve case? it. Go ahead, Vin. Uh, no, just saying. If there was a way for me to absorb it, to absorb Twitter daily... Uh, quickly in your bathtub i will absorb preferably you on a tv <laughs> then i could do away with a lot of other stuff so you I'm what you're for. looking for well that's the, i would move on from what i'm currently paying for so you're describing this show right here you want somebody to read twitter for you what's going on on twitter is like every internet news show no i'm not saying that i would like some some other way of 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 absorbing it i need i need through your skin on a tv on a tv inhaling it well what happens on a tv vin put on the news what happens i would it's a person sitting there reading i'd rather turn on twitter on my tv and then what does it look like what's going on is it tucker carlson no that that part needs to be worked out i have no don lemon i have what if it was just some random person go ahead just reading the tweets, I guess the top tweets for the day or whatever. Although you'd have to, it would have yeah. to tie into. But those your, personalities but, would also have to be interesting or entertaining. No, zero opinion, just reading the tweets or something. You wouldn't watch that. I think I may. You wouldn't. I think I might. You wouldn't. Eh. We'd have to go through your viewing history and see any evidence that that's a thing that you would watch. I bet you that you're watching some of the most entertaining news that's out there. I, I don't watch a lot anymore. Well, anyway, uh, what I think you're describing is uh, just more multimedia as opposed to just tweets. You want something like somebody can sort of put it into a package that's a little bit more digestible. I don't think you'd be alone. I mean, Twitter added video. They have their clubhouse style spaces, which are meant to kind of do that as well. It's still primarily text-based, which doesn't work very well on a TV. I mean, there's probably some sort of app that you could have that just scrolls whatever's Maybe trending. Maybe, but it, I mean... Google does it with trends. There's a trends visualizer. If all you cared was to see whatever the topics people were talking about in a given day. 
But ultimately, you, you know, you want to see more than one person talking about it like we're doing here. That's why, you know, we can take the headline or we can take the story and be like, all right, let's look into it a little bit. But anyway, in this case, Jack is obviously frustrated. Elon's obviously frustrated. And I'm just putting the wild card out there that those are two names with a track record as founders and as managers that could do something interesting in this space if they wanted to. And they have obviously have plenty of funding. Uh, it, it's not instantaneous. It would be very hard to do. Shout out Itosh. Itoshi Oliver. It would not be easy to do and it would not be overnight. Uh, and it would, it could possibly create even a greater divide on the internet, which is not ideal. Uh, where you could have social media behave in a similar fashion to what's happening on broadcast television where you have silos and if you believe a certain thing then you watch a particular channel and if you believe another thing you watch another channel now imagine if social media follows the same trajectory where you would have elon and jack's social media if you're on one side of the political spectrum and if you're on another side of the political spectrum then you would have some other social media that's what it would become and maybe that's inevitable regardless maybe the amount of data Elon Musk would have access to if he privatized Twitter cannot be compared to anything that has ever existed. That's an interesting take. <laughs> well, because because there's no, no I know. there's no private this, company. This will be the next thing. What's he gonna do with all of that? There's no private company. There's public companies. But is that any different than like what kind of uh, and and maybe these things do exist? Some sort of checks and balances for guys like Zuckerberg. As far as the board is concerned, they can keep him out away from certain data. I don't know. I wouldn't bet against him when it comes to data. I wouldn't bet against uh, Google mm -hmm. when it comes to data. I mean, he would have quite a bit of data, but I try to think, I try to imagine exactly what, uh, how Twitter compares to those other big services from a data gathering perspective. Researchers said that one person controlling Twitter would be incompatible with democracy. Shout out DJ and Chef. I agree. Toronto represent. Unregulated data collection means the social media industry holds sway over real world events. This is a disaster and it's not only about Elon Musk, but he kind of puts, puts it on steroids. Well, maybe that's why he wants a private ownership group that isn't just himself. So the company would be private, but... but uh, There'd be other people involved as opposed to one individually being solely responsible. But I guess he could set up the parameters still, assuming he was the majority owner. He could still set up the parameters of who was capable of accessing what. Mm. Elon Musk plans to privatize Twitter have spurred concern among privacy experts and social media researchers, including one former Harvard professor who told the Washington Post that having one person in control of social media platform is a disaster for user privacy. The former professor and author of the age of surveillance capitalism said huge ad revenue and unregulated data collection about user behavior have changed the social media industry, which now holds incredible sway over real world events. Mm, that professor Shoshana Zuboff. Uh, yes, this would obviously be unprecedented, mm. particularly in this direction. As uh, social media has grown from its infancy so have those pools of data along the way. When Twitter first launches, obviously you have nothing there. You have people sending tweets via SMS. 
And then you have this maturation process, which happens over the period of whatever, 20 years, however long it's been. What's different here is that in one swoop, with one lump sum $43 billion, all of a sudden, the all that information is transacted and not just assets. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess that's considered an asset. And these companies do buy and sell data. And Willie Do does search for something on Google and then get it as an Instagram ad on a Facebook product. Don't uh, don't uh, think that you're you're not getting bid on in the background at all yeah. points in time. I buy the product immediately. Immediately. You're like, damn, how do they know me so well? We've got such a great relationship, me and Instagram and Zuckerberg. Mm-hmm. I can't wait till I'm in VR buying all the things he tells me to buy. It's a warm blanket. With a tiny revenue split for the producer of said product, said skin. In my metaverse. I can see this. I can see this uh, apprehension. I mean, you basically have to believe in one guy. And one guy for how long? For how long? I mean, people change. And people can be... Anybody can be compromised. Right? Any one point of failure. So there would have to be some sort of... What would you call it? A, A mechanism in there to deal with these types of events and aging. I think of aging. I'm watching Biden clips. I think of aging, right? In, in, in the case of a country, you have elections, at least at some point Mm. in the case of a private company. Well, I think he, what he should be doing now is real time i mean he has the ability to real time uh address all of this stuff that comes up publicly you know answer provide some provide some answers to but ultimately ultimately those are just words right they are but i think even even seeing someone publicly do that has an impact, you know. Sure. Shout out Ari Samuel. How about a simple social media app that using a code brings trending topics of multiple platforms, including Twitter, but not limited to tweets? He's uh, from uh, Mexico, and he's his idea for you, Vin, to solve your TV problem so you can finally turn off CNN and Fox News. That's what he's going to do for you. He's going to put that app together. It, it needs to be on TV. He's going to put it on TV. Huh? Finn, yeah. you realize you can put your computer on your TV. You can put anything on your TV. <laughs> you want to know, uh, it'll take too long. It it'll won't take too long. No, wants dude, it on I don't the know, TV. <laughs> I don't know if you... What, uh, what is Twitter. the importance of having it on the TV? Is this a way that you sit? Is this... It's the same. You were getting into what... Why do people... The iPhone with the home button. It's like, I, I can't get around it. You can't get I'm, around I'm, it. I'm there. What happens? I'm at, Paint a picture for us. Couch, remote. Oh, go ahead. Drink, this, food. This is exactly what people are here for. Yeah. Couch, remote, drink, food is what Vin says. So and more of like a casual... Um, tur- turning on. Event. Yes, and, and <laughs> single button turn on... <laughs> Gabe, uh, Gabe in the chat says Vin can just watch Lou later. 
It's so true. So the Twitter button should be on the remote as well. Kind of like Netflix. Someone else says Vin had a concussion at hockey last week. <laughs> no, Netflix is not an answer. Netflix is not what it is at all. It's uh, It has to be more real time. The best stuff on Netflix has lag to it because it's produced. I would like it 24-7. Just rotate people on it. Uh, news is 24-7. You don't get 24-7 news nowadays, even on YouTube. It's all recycled after a certain hour. They'll play the whole... Uh, true 24-7 Twitter mm. on TV. True 24-7. So we're going to have to set up a team. Nobody can be available 24-7. You had to set up a news team. Well, you just have right. someone in a... It's just rotating cast of... Someone's going to have to work the night shift. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And they're going to have to be on that breaking news. And it's live all the time. All the time. Basically, it's Lou later, except we're not working hard enough, Will. I don't know if you noticed. Uh, yeah, imagine if this multi hour streams, multi-hour streams every day, plus spitting out somewhere in the neighborhood of 20-plus clips every day. And it's not real time enough for Vin. Well, there's no limit on YouTube, right? You can go live for like they won't cut you off after a month. You're not getting cut off, man. You're not getting cut off. We, we we're live. All right, we're live right right now, man. People are here with us. Uh, here's another potential danger, as far as Elon Musk being the only man in charge of Twitter. Uh, he has an unusual lifestyle. He says he doesn't own a home right now and sleeps in friends' spare rooms. Elon Musk has said he doesn't own a home. He's been sleeping on friends' spare beds despite reportedly being the world's richest man. Speaking in his TED interview, which Willie Doo's been recommending, with Chris Anderson, uh, Musk said he does not currently have a home. Uh, well, this is specifically when he's in the San Francisco area, which is where Tesla's uh, Fremont plant still is. I mean, he's got to be there. Presumably not as much, but... I don't even own a place right now. This is the quote. I'm literally staying at, a fr at friends' places. If I travel to the Bay Area, which is where most of Tesla's engineering is, I basically rotate through friends' spare bedrooms. Well, keep in mind the type of friends you might have if your name's Elon Musk. Mm. Uh, They're house-sized. The spare bedroom <laughs> is actually... Um, exactly. It's actually 3,000 square feet with, a, with its own pool. Uh-huh. And uh, and the the person who owns it isn't even there. They're like, yeah, mm -hmm. you, can, you can stay there if you want. I mean, that's the type of friends you might have. Well, I know you know about these things. I that's know the way you like to do it when you're in the Bay Area. My crazy lifestyle. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, uh, you just call up your friends as well. No, I mean it. It is significant though, but it does make you wonder. Uh, you got billions of dollars, and you're going back and forth to these places. A very uh, and, and may, maybe he's discovering something similar to what Jack seems to be doing with all those glass bottles and the military clock and whatnot. It's uh, everything is a distraction from your goals. Everything. Every possession you have. Is, well, you got to get rid of them all, Will, so you can just focus on the goal. What happened to his uh, 50K? You got to cancel your Bronco, Will. You can't have it. Okay. This yeah. show is going downhill once you get that Bronco. You're going to be out on the open road. You understand? Yeah, I'm I'm done here after this. <laughs> you need more after glass bottles and fewer Broncos. Well, what happened to his uh, prefabbed house? 
No, it, it, they're saying specifically when he's in San Francisco. The prefab is uh, is near Starbase when he's oh, working okay. on SpaceX. Oh. I presume he has some sort of dwelling near Austin as well, where the new factory is. But the point being is <clears throat> with that much money and being that important, most people would have residence in the place that they do work. But look at him. Here's what he said. Uh, I do not own a yacht. I do not take holidays. I don't take vacations. So it's not as that my personal consumption is high. One exception is a plane. But if I don't use the plane, I have less hours to work. See, it's a very matter of fact, I think, the way it works in his mind. He's like, is this helping me achieve the things I want to achieve? No, bye. Mm -hmm. Bye-bye. Is it helping me do those things? Yes. And now that's a very... uh, Pragmatic. Sort of strict... Having a family myself, I realize how difficult that drawing that very distinct line is. Mm-hmm. But I think he has a, a, a pretty aggressive approach to work, uh, which you would have to if you're trying to do some of the things that he's trying to do. Mm. Uh, however, coming back to the family part, he's received some degree of criticism uh, about this. Although sort of in a joking manner, there was a recent interview in Vanity Fair with uh, Musk's former partner wife grimes or i mean they i think they they haven't they're still kind of together sort of uh in that interview she said bro lives at times below the poverty line to the point where i was like can we not live in a very insecure forty thousand dollar house in other words implying that the spot they're living in is unsafe to some extent where the neighbors like film us and there's no security and I'm eating peanut butter for eight days in a row. It's like, yeah, can we not do that? You're like a <laughs> billionaire here. <laughs> so it goes to show you how, I mean, you can be driven to the extent that people around you, it's be, it becomes very hard for people to be around you in a consistent way. Mm-hmm. That you can be a little too one track. And he's not one track even because you got SpaceX and and Tesla and obviously now Twitter is you had the boring company, which you don't hear about very much anymore. I would imagine like if his kids want to stay over, where are they going to stay over? Don't you want like a place for them? I'm guessing they don't very often. Yeah. I'm guessing he's got to go visit them or maybe they go on trips together. In which case, but if they if they have to get filtered into the same strict protocol, uh, maybe when they're old enough to aid in the business or something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, here we go. A shout out, Jesse. Elon said during the recent TED Talk that he spent three years sleeping the majority of nights on the Tesla production floor. He wanted the employees to see him sacrificing as they were. Oh, that's correct. Mm-hmm. Yep, I've heard that in the past as well. Maybe that's part of it, is that if he, maybe he envisions a scenario where his lifestyle is so different from those people that he's attempting to have be as driven as he is. And so he's trying to showcase. Mm. Yeah. It's possible. I kind of agree. Maybe it's like a form of inspiration too. It could be, but when the wife is saying, do I have to eat peanut butter for eight days in a row? Yeah, that's tough. You're worth 250 billion? <laughs> I know maybe she's exaggerating. I don't know. And I, you know, what am I even talking about? She's grime. She could just order DoorDash too, but 
Do you know what I'm saying? I think saying? The, the security thing is an issue. Right. You know? Well, just hotel. Do a hotel thing. For her, he can pop in. I don't know. And, I don't know. Uh, it's it's. It, I would have assumed that these options would have been considered. I think at some point when you when you have a newborn, as they do, I think you're trying to be together in a domestic environment, to an extent. That's what most people do anyway. I don't think you're trying to be in a hotel. So, yeah, I like that. <laughs> yeah, well, apparently, uh, according to Larry Page. Elon would just show up and say, I don't know where I'm going to stay tonight. Can I come over? Just randomly. You just hit up Larry Page. But like I said, Larry Page probably got a really nice spare bedroom. Yeah, guest house. Like, Willie, do I don't think you're going to complain about what he's going <laughs> to no, provide no. you. No, no. I think you're going to be just fine. I think you're going to have a mini fridge in there, at least. Yes. Maybe even a full size. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you might just want to be around people, too. Hmm. If you're alone at home, that could also be... Uh, Go ahead, break it down for us, Vin. Part of it. No. no, I know people that just, I think it, what it boils down to is just wanting to be around uh, other people. Hmm. Yeah, and if he's just like <laughs> hanging out with Larry Page, that would be quite an interesting conversation. If Unless, they're just hanging out. Yeah. Well, my understanding is a lot of the times, because his friends are all billionaires, and, and the vast majority of them don't live the way he lives, like a lot of times they just give him, give him the keys to their house. So like, you can stay at my house. I'm not even there. Mm. They're the jet setting type. Right. So I don't know how often they're actually physically in the same space because there were rumors going around. People had posted some of the houses that he had been borrowing or staying in. I don't know how often it turns into a social event versus oh. just using a, 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 a premises. Because if it's using the place, then you're not going to be able to rent a place that's as nice as your billionaire friends. Yeah. Uh, you know, if you find yourself in San Francisco... And you're just looking for an Airbnb randomly. It's not going to be as nice as Larry Page's house uh-huh. if he's not there, or even if he is there, <laughs> it's still not going to be as nice. Yeah, I would imagine, like, uh, if I was Larry Page, I would want to see Elon. Like, what's up, buddy? Yeah, but Let's these are out. but these are also incredibly yeah. busy people that we're talking about here. I would go out of my way to. Go back home and see Elon. Wow, fly back in. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'll meet you there. Yeah. No, you're right. These people, they have yeah. these conversations. Well, one, one, one that's for sh- for certain that's like that is, uh, oh, what's his name? Is it Branson? No, not Branson. Uh, is it Ellison? Who's in Who's in Hawaii all the time? Is it Larry Ellison? Anyway, whatever. They were, they were tracking. Elon Jet was tracking him going back and forth uh-huh. to this guy's spot in Hawaii, and he stays there. He, he's like, whoever I'm talking about, one or the other. Okay. I think it's, uh, you don't have to look into it, Will. It's really not that important. All right. I will. Even more iPhone 14 schematics leak showing the differences between the four models. Four models. That's right, Will. Uh, you probably realize that means you're missing. Uh, you're missing that mini guy. That mini one's done. For real. Uh, huh? What do you mean? The mini iPhone. Remember, there was all types of rumors that it was a wrap. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. here now. What's the, what do you mean? The mini, right? No, it's gone. Isn't this it? No, the four models would be the 14 Pro, 14 Pro Max, and then the 14 and the 14 Max. Oh, the 14 Max. So so right. you have two 6.1-inch yeah. options and two 6.7-inch options. Right. 
Um, okay. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Is it? Is it? Is it, are people gonna mourn the loss of the mini iPhone? A lot of people acted like they loved it, but I, my understanding was it didn't just didn't sell, didn't move units. Yeah, I feel like the SE is gonna take its place. Yeah, I guess you want a small phone, then you want a budget phone at the same time. I guess. I mean, there's gonna be some people upset regardless, but for Apple, Apple's numbers uh, that are necessary for something to be considered a success are so massive anyway uh but anyway yeah we have these cads that came out um i've been getting these dimensions people are sending me these, these dimensions and i've been examining them as well um the height of the lens could increase five to ten percent uh 35 percent bigger uh than the previous sensor mm-hmm. so low light performance presumably gets better and then of course the main thing is on the front of the screen you have the pill and then the hole cut out instead of the the notch on the last model. And then and then also you're shrinking the bezel. Mm-hmm. So bezel's a little bit fat right now, I guess, compared to some of the other competitors. And it, it gets a little bit more modern on the 14 model, which will be coming out shortly. Mm. Uh, shout out DJ Chef again, times two. And, and, and I'm going to have a video coming up going into some of this. With a little bit more detail. So cool. Uh, stick around. Check on Box Therapy. Coming up shortly. Everything you need to know about this upcoming iPhone 14. Tim Cook to give commencement address at Galode. <laughs> Gal- Galode University. Tim Cook is racking up the commencement addresses. Does he get paid for those or is that just... How's that work? I wonder about that too. I would assume so, right? He's a busy guy as well. You want to get him over there? A honorary degree. Oh, you get a, you get one of those. Is that how it works, man? Wow, well, though, how many can you get? Like a- Roberta J. Cordano, president of Galladay University, said, the university is honored to have Cook give the address, calling him one of the great CEOs of our time. Shout out, Oscar. I am beyond proud and honored to share that Tim Cook will be our 2022 commencement speaker. Tim is a remarkable visionary, truly one of the great CEOs of our time. Without question, we'll leave a lasting imprint for generations to come. As the leader of one of the most admired brands in the world, Tim has demonstrated an unwavering commitment to diversity, inclusion, representation, and accessibility. Those are Vince's four favorite words. Values that matter deeply to our Galladay community. Is it Galladay, Galladette? And so many other underrepresented groups. I don't know. Maybe there's no money in that, based on the way I'm reading that paragraph. I, I don't. I don't know. Could be money. Maybe. Uh, Where's this located? Go ahead. This get, is get to the bottom of it. Well, it's actually Will that has to get to the bottom of it because he controls the cursor. He controls the mouse. Oh, DC. Uh. There you go. Private, I... private, nonprofit, four year. Yeah, I've never a private, heard of federally it. chartered research university in Washington D.C. Oh. Here we go. Pronunciation. Hmm. Long video. Sounds good. Will. <laughs> Galadet. Galadet. Okay. I was going more French with it. You know. Okay. I'm sure somebody supports me. I don't know who. Oh wow. For the education of the deaf and hard of hearing. It was founded in 1864 as a grammar school for both deaf and blind children. Interesting. Okay. So what do you think, Finn? Accessibility, Apple, kind of a nice little tie-in. 
Well, you would need... Go ahead. Tech during it, right? What do you mean? No, no, no. He can't be that hard sell. This is more big picture stuff for Apple. Accessibility. They make such a big deal of it on the devices. Well, yeah, but when you're giving it, there would need to be visual and audible. Right? It is the entire Like class to people body. who's listening? Well, no, he's going to be doing it live. He's going to go right. there. I would assume he's going to go. I don't know. The way they're making it sound, I guess he could do the speech remotely. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think go, often you, you go, you put on the outfit. The student body is, where was it? It's a school for exclusively for. Well, I don't know anymore, but that's what it was founded for. Oh, so it might not. Grammar school. F uh, oh, I don't know. If, well. Oh, yeah. Bilingual. Well, I don't, uh, yeah. Yeah, they'll find a way to do it, Vin. They'll be in, you have interpreters. They'll find a way to do it. Don't you worry about that. You want to play the clip, Will? Is that it? Play the clip. I don't. I don't know. Maybe there's okay. some sort of. Maybe there's some sort of backstory here. Hi, Tim. Yeah. I'm Molly Feeney. There you go. I'm the undergraduate student speaker for Gallaudet's 152nd commencement. I'm really honored, excited, and a little nervous to speak in front of so many people. This year's extra special because it's our first planned in-person graduation ceremony since COVID. So this year is really, really special. This year is also special because Gallaudet is a proud Apple campus. And we're so thrilled with Apple's support of the mm, movie Coda. What does that mean to be an Apple campus? It means they cut a deal as far as the equipment's concerned. Wow. We'd like to invite you to be the speaker at our commencement. Mr. Cook, will you please join me in speaking to our amazing class of 2022? Shout out gaming dude. On May 13th at Gallaudet in Washington, D.C. You're an amazing visionary and leader. We would be honored to have you come and speak with us here. Yeah, for those that are just listening, it's uh, it was sign language along with uh, audio that was recorded separately that was played over it so they're gonna they find a way to put it together but it's so a, it'll be him standing someone else doing sign language exactly that's it it's all you need because then you have the well, audio and you yeah. have the sign language yeah go ahead then no well, they might have something else they can i did that i did that for muteb he asked for that he enjoys the go ahead then and oh. thank you thank you for the super <laughs> chat <laughs> how many apple campuses are there you mean schools that are have support from apple like that a lot they've always done deals with the education market and they've always had a big focus on it you know why because if you use the computers when you're in there in university you're you're hooked you're so gonna... that's like five percent of their sales oh i don't know i, I wouldn't know that i mean those institutions are big customers. Let's put it that way. I see what you mean, though. I mean, yeah. If 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 that is your introduction to computing, I remember. And, I remember even seeing because you couldn't get discounts on Apple stuff, and I remember people telling me that we're at different universities around here, like, "Oh, just come to the," because this was this was before Apple had stores. Like that's how long I've been into Apple products, and people would be would be using their student IDs yeah. to get better deals on Apple gear via their university store and they'd be like yeah man i saved 
two, three hundred dollars, four hundred dollars on this laptop or whatever it is. So getting what doing whatever it takes to get into those markets. Now, most of those people post-secondary, presumably they go on to have professional careers and end up having disposable income and and they're in the ecosystem now and they buy all the Apple goods, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a method. Big picture. Game planning. Uh this is a this is a rough one. Uh Cristiano Ronaldo and I actually heard about this yesterday. Shout out Alfredo, by the way. Uh I guess he had twins. Uh he had uh twins and it was uh one of them ended up dying. Uh, I think shortly after childbirth, here we have a couple of quotes. Family is more important than everything, and Ronaldo is supporting his loved ones at the, this immensely difficult time. Oh, this came from Manchester United. I guess he's going to be missing a game, which is totally understandable. As such, we can confirm that he will not feature in the match against Liverpool at the Anfield on Tuesday evening, and we underline the family's request for privacy. Ronaldo and his partner, Georgina Rodriguez, revealed their heartbreak on Instagram on Monday night, saying they were devastated at the loss of their son, calling it the greatest pain that any parents can feel. It is with our deepest sadness we have to announce that our baby boy has passed away. It is the greatest pain that any parents can feel. Only the birth of our baby girl gives us the strength to live this moment with some hope and happiness. We would like to thank the doctors and nurses for all their expert care and support. We are all devastated this, this loss, and we kindly ask for privacy at this very difficult time. Our baby boy, you are our angel. We will always love you. Uh, um, yeah. Obviously, um, tough, tough situation. Yeah, uh, you're having twins. And I don't know if it's uh, there's more likelihood of complications when you have twins. I'm not sure. I presume that that might play a factor. Um, either way. You send a positive energy in that direction because that's a certainly a. I mean, I have kids. This is an impossible circumstance, brutal circumstance. Mm-hmm. You know, shout out Bobby. Okay, this is a weird one, this story. So there was a report that came out from a couple different Twitter accounts. By the way, one of these Twitter accounts has been suspended at the moment. It was one of the. Ukrainian Armed Forces Twitter accounts. I don't know. Vin's very excited about this. Do you know this story? No. Oh, okay. But I... It's right up your alley. Okay. That's fine. I can break it down for you. To a certain extent, I can break it down for you. Uh, uh, okay. Google denies Ukrainian reports that it unblurred satellite maps imagery in Russia. So, there was a tweet along with some screenshots that suggested... That Google, I got Google responding to me over here. Google's like, you talking to me? We did not. Sir, we did not unblur images. Mm. That's what my phone was just. Anyway. So a tweet along with some screenshots of military equipment, military bases, Russian military bases, like really up close from satellite imagery. And then the text was around how this was a recent development or change in the way that Google was showcasing these uh, critical points on a map and details around these military bases. The suggestion was that previously these images had been blurred. Now, Google quickly responded to this and said, these images have never been blurred. They said, what are you talking about? 
we didn't change our policy on this. These have always been available like the rest of our satellite imagery. And you can see the detail here. This is satellite imagery of an airbase, for example. And so there was a little bit of back and forth from people arguing about whether or not these images were always like this or not like this. And so other people went back and, and said, no, they, 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 they weren't. On. So what is the incentive then to suggest that Google would have unblurred something that wasn't previously, that actually wasn't blurred? You see what I'm saying here, Finn? In order possibly to showcase, and then the account got suspended that sends a tweet. And it was an account that I've actually feel like I've referenced on this channel before. So anyway, you got to scroll down. Well, there's obviously a lot of uh, uh, details here. That well, the evidence I should I should say. So this was the at Armed Forces UKR Twitter handle as of April 18th, and then the post went on and got cited by a number of publications. Early Monday morning, Armed Forces Ukraine which is unverified but has been cited several times, tweeted a set of images that now appear to show military equipment. Uh, now everyone can see a variety of Russian launchers, intercontinental ballistic missile mines, command posts, and secret landfills with a resolution of about 0.5 meters per pixel. So maybe they're suggesting that the resolution went up? Improvements? New imagery? I don't actually... That's actually a good point because, you know, I often... I like to look at real estate, for example. Don't, well, how long you want this to go? Because I, I, <laughs> satellites and images and this and everything. I signed up for like two weeks ago, uh, Airbus, like France, uh, plane manufacturer, also defense, but I, you won't I signed, sign, you won't sign up for Twitter, but you sign up for Air, Airbus. <laughs> Air defense. He's like, Twitter's too much. Well, was, right, if I you're was, worried about getting your name on a list, then you went the more no, direct I, path. Vin, that microphone's very close to your mouth. I, you're also blocking the no, lens. But I, and your, hand, your, your hand. hand is directly blocking me right now. Your right hand. There you go. The Okay, get comfortable, Vin. No, I... Go I, ahead, Vin. I was in a similar position. I was real estate related. And I'm like, all these maps suck. I can't see anything. I'm on Google. It's a year late. It's I'm looking for updated stuff. I'm all over the place looking for stuff. If you go back up to the picture, it says uh, Baxar Technologies. They're the ones that, they're not Google. They're the ones that had those long convoy pictures that everyone was showing like a month ago. Or yeah, whatever. but uh, Google utilizes their, their uh, imagery. Their satellites? Yeah, look at this. Imagery, 2022. Uh, yeah, Maxar so Technologies, map data. But doesn't the, Google have their own satellites? Well, there's probably some reason why Google would prefer to outsource that or well, at least have a, a, like a different company that they purchase that data from. You can imagine all the reasons why they might want to do that. So Google is on you Google You can see maps. that's Google Maps right yeah, there. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So they're taking imagery from those satellites putting it on Google Maps, I don't know. This It seems a little, that part of it seems a little, uh, I don't know. If you go on Google Maps right now, Will, you're not going to get Maxar Technologies if you search. Well, the, it might depend on where you're looking. Well, yeah. I mean, these guys have been over there for. Well, no, different satellites month, that are, are going to have different access, right? One satellite, it might be its position in orbit is somewhere specific and then another one somewhere else. Wow. I mean, 
Shout out TF242. Yeah, so uh, here, here, that's Google's map data there. Yeah. Then you can see Google Plus and, and Niji, and it will change depending on where you need okay, the map data. Okay, go for Ukraine right now, Will. Easy, then. Well, what? I'm gonna... Getting carried away over here. <laughs> oh, now we have Geobasis, DE, BKG, uh, Geograph Nationale. Uh, Israel is it, or G I S G Israel? That there's a lot, right? Depending on where you're where you're looking, and then and then depending on the specific image you want. Anyway, d- well, data, the buying and selling of data. Yeah, I know, but everything sucks for the unless you're paying. Which I always thought was why there can't be a free option. Like if someone just started sending up satellites and provided a service. I mean. It, You'd have to, you know, you can't have a, I guess, free for all. But no, but what what I w- what I was trying to get at was how important resolution is in this case. That was my I sign up for the free trial as I'm a military target. Nothing. As a military target, you're going to need to have de- really good resolution. Oh, see, so the yeah, the showcase here was that this is blurred out. This is pixelated imagery from Google Maps of a. Airport base in France, I guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know who's t- saying what. Like, obviously, this is in dispute at the moment. So, this is an Air Force base in Nevada. You're there's someone could think that the account tweeting out the image may not have had well, permission. You, you don't to know, tweet right? Out that image. Well, you just don't know the original source. Plus, you don't know. Let's say, for example... But that's what I... If you go over China right now with Google Maps, you're not getting anything, right? Like... Shout out Mete. Uh, what do you mean? Yeah, satellite can access there. Yeah, but there's a lot blurred Whoa. out, no? Blurred out? Like what are you talking about? Like, what? He wants the satellite imagery, Will. The satellite layer? There you go. No, you got it. You just yeah. got to zoom in. Go to a city. Uh, well, well, Beijing. I mean, yeah, he's going to like no man's land right now. It's <laughs> like going to the, the middle beach. of. Yeah, we're gonna need Shanghai, you. Yeah, yeah Shanghai will do for us. Will. Yeah. So what are you talking about, Vin? You're good. It does change. Max are. Well, no, no, no. Because yeah, there's, there's, there's this is a. Oh, see now they're a on pool of, a pool of data. And it depends. It depends on which level of zoom you're at. Who has that quality is terrible. Images at a specific resolution. Well, at that at that zoom range. But he see he keeps going, and you'll notice it'll change. See, Uh, this is a new image at this point. Okay, but there definitely would be, I think, certain. But but here here was here's what I was gonna say. Is that it also depends on where the individual's viewing the map from. Mm-hmm. This is like how Apple Maps changed borders to, uh, in what's the area in Ukraine which was annexed previous? Crimea? Cri- yeah, Crimea. How they change borders depending on where you are. So oh, like yeah. in Russia, it's part of Russia and in Ukraine it's not. The the border. Yeah. But that way, like, you know, there's all kinds of weird Listen, political I, input into this into this 
uh, mapping. And so my, my thing would be, how do we know when it comes to resolution? So, so let's say just a poor resolution image if we zoom in. That's different than being intentionally blurred. But if you didn't want certain data, you could just remove a data set that in Google Maps, that, that last leg that provides the necessary information. So then people wouldn't necessarily be as skeptical. As if you see an obviously blurred image like this airport in France, you'd just be like, okay, well, I guess that's all the information you can get. I guess that's the maximum level of zoom. Like me when I'm looking at certain properties and I'm like, this is, I can't see anything. Yeah. Because at that zoom level, that's the last zoom you can get enough resolution. But anyway, well, I, as you can tell, it's become a point of contention. And the important part is, and I want Will to just show this before we move on to the next story. If you click on the Twitter account that posted the original image, which is linked here, uh, Armed Forces Ukraine, at least at the time that I was reading this, the account got suspended. And I had been following this account. There's a lot of information coming on this account when the whole uh, invasion broke out and everything else. They post a lot of stuff, and a lot of people were citing them. But it, just click on the handle. There you go. And you'll see it's just, they're suspended. So. Yeah, but the account was suspended. Why? Because. I would assume it's something connected to this. But Google says right underneath that we haven't changed our policies. But this is not Google. This is Twitter. But in Twitter the previous, suspended them. Yeah. But in the previous comment. So then if you're just posting a picture well, of well, an well, image... I, I, think tw- I think Twitter probably looked into it and realized that these images were never blurred, that the, yeah. that the sa- this satellite imagery was never blurred, and therefore it probably fell into their misinformation bucket, oh, their fake oh. news bucket. Maybe. I don't know. Or maybe it's a repeated... Viol- I, don't, I, don't, I don't have that information. All I know is that this goes up and then the account's suspended. On a separate note... Go ahead, Vin. A live, twenty four seven can like satellite imagery on my TV. Wait, you want satellite video? Satellite video twenty four seven. Vin, that you can I get, can. You can get an image that's updated when those frames. Well, how come much through. longer? Three years, four years. Well, I can't get the information fast enough from space, can I? I don't know. Well, everyone else probably to like, be able like to broadcast. Governments acro- have it. Right to be able now, to broadcast probably. across. Uh, the planet? I don't need super resolution. I'll tell you what you can. You can follow Elon Jet, and you can know where his jet goes. There's a Twitter account for that. Is that good enough? Imagine if, I mean, you're, you're looking at a, well, the whole war, everything. You could be watching all of it. I mean, it totally changes world events. Totally. It's not like you're talking about Command and Conquer or League of Legends or something. You just want to watch an overhead view of, of the world <laughs> live. It'd be pretty brutal to watch, Vin. Wow, it's it's really it would be what you trying going to be Batman on. right now. I'm not. You trying to be Bruce Wayne? With all those screens in front of you. You want to see what everybody's doing all the time? No, I'm not. I'm talking for major world events. I mean, oh, you might you see know, something you don't want to see. Well, I'm not looking for that stuff. Well, I'm you're just, just watching everything everybody's doing everywhere for big world events. Shout out, Jason. <laughs> We, 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 it, it, it appears that we have discovered Vin's maximum obsession, ultimate access 
to all the high resolution satellite imagery. That's what gets him going. 24-7. Yeah, that's right. Shout out, Max. Appreciate it. How about this? This could be a useful one. Camera batteries with built-in USB-C charge ports in order to challenge Sony's proprietary chargers. Well, this would obviously be effective for us with plenty of these batteries. Nightcore just freed photographers and people who use these cameras for video from having to always remember to bring their battery chargers. Uh, you have a, you have like this dedicated little battery charger sits on the desk and you have to slide the battery in and then the pins line up and then a little light blinks and it goes green when it's fully charged. And it charges one at a time. It charges one battery at a time. Mm-hmm. And you gotta you unplug it and you put the next one in. You can also charge in camera just by connecting mm-hmm. a USB-C. But if you have a lot of these batteries, uh, then you would need to buy a lot of chargers, pretty much. If you're using if you use multiple cameras like we do, uh, this kind of takes that out of the equation. Lets you use any USB-C cable directly into the battery to charge it. It's kind of a game changer. You might call it a game changer, Will. Yeah, I wish Mo was here to react to this. Mo would have a strong react. Uh-huh. He, uh, Vin's also having a strong react right now, if you cut to his camera. Mm, well, go down on... See what I mean, bit. Will? Well, See what I mean? Well, then we'll, we'll charge the inserted battery when connected <laughs> to a power <laughs> Shout out, Damien. Oh, that, you're not happy about this, Vin. This is not good enough for you or what? No, the idea is good. It's just in if if you're not already doing that. Doing what? The if if you're not already charging when the battery is in the camera. Right. Well, for people who own a single battery, it's yes, if not you're, a you're big taking deal your camera ever, it's is it's a cable instead of uh the adapter. Yeah, the new UFZ100 rechargeable battery designed to replace Sony's FPZ100 battery, which is used in everything. Well, that's the only downside. You got to buy a whole nother battery, but Mm. obviously, in this case, you want to have a USB-C port on it. But maybe manufacturers will do this right out the gate in the future. Maybe. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Nightcore UFZ100's 2250 milliamp hour capacity is slightly less, barely, uh, 2280 milliamp hour capacity is the the Sony uh, first party capacity. So, well, you can't get power out, right? Like you couldn't use it as, as a, a battery bank. Yeah. No, I don't think so. Um, and it has a light on it, which also displays how charged it is. So, uh, red is less than 10 percent, blue is under 50, and above 10, and green is above 50 percent charged. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. I wonder how does the price compare to the standard battery? Did they post what they're going to charge for it? Uh, no price yet. Oh, okay. Uh, I like it. I mean, it's definitely you have a USB char- uh, USB C charger with you everywhere. Those things are everywhere, mm-hmm. and so yeah, I'm just... for it. I'm, I'm down. I'm down for it. Yeah. New Tesla Cybertruck accessory wants to turn the electric pickup truck into a boat. Speaking of Tesla, just I just got reminded people were losing their minds. It was either yesterday or day before. Uh, Tesla stopped shipping the charge cable mm-hmm. with the car. Do you have that story in here somewhere? Oh, you know what? That was like way back in the. So you just got rid slack. of it. Shout out Falco. Yeah, you have any thoughts on that? Well, that was what screwed me up about yesterday. Will is that you were sending stories through? 
but yet you weren't coming to the to the, to do the show. That really confused me. <laughs> well, I always send stories. Like but do you day and night. I know, but the problem is if you send a story, like I even feel this, if I'm sending a story, let's say, I don't know, Friday night, and I know we're not back here till Monday morning, I really don't feel the need to send the story because I'm like, it's going to be old by the time we get there. I mean, maybe there's some exceptions to the rule. Yeah. But it, it, when I see stories popping off and coming through at like, that was at 8.45 a.m. on a Monday, I'm like, mm -hmm. oh, we're shooting. I got the feeling inside that we were going to do the show. Mm. But you were just thinking maybe these are still good the following day? Yeah. They're usually um, the links that I post up. Hopefully it's uh, developments. There's new developments. You know? Mm. But I, I, you know, I post whatever. Mm. I'm going to have to do like a filtering process once I, uh, we go live anyways. By putting all the links up in the browser, right? So it's like inside baseball. So then, at that, <laughs> so then at that point, you would just be like, "These are these stories are too old." Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I'm just trying to let people in on how the production takes place. Like, it's like this constant uh, developing scenario where you would have something that you want to talk about, which is fading in significance the older it gets, mm -hmm. and you would be making constant adjustments to what you're talking about in order to prioritize yes. the set of stories which are most significant at a particular moment. And sometimes I feel like there's a link that goes in there that is still worth talking about, but it just evaporates into space. Yeah. I feel like this is the one. This is the this one. Story, yeah. This is the story. But I wanted to comment on it because it's kind of funny the way that psychology works around l losing things in the box. It was the same thing when smartphones lost the charger in the box. Mm -hmm. It was this like relatively insignificant thing from a cost perspective. You're spending a thousand dollars and the charger's worth 15 or 20, it, but it just was more this symbol of like, don't nickel and dime me mm -hmm. was people's reaction. Like Tesla elevated the prices of their cars in many cases by like $10,000 and people were like, well, inflation. But then they took the cable out, and people were like, how dare you? Mm -hmm. Yes. And the cable's not $10,000. Mm -hmm. So I guess what I'm just trying to get at here is how our relationship with brands, how it's like when you feel like you have something that gets taken away, it, it's like it's like you're at the restaurant, and, and they, they, they put down some bread, and then they walk back around, and they pick it up before you've eaten it. Mm -hmm. You'd be like, hey. I had that bread, but meanwhile, you go like to some, you claimed it. You go to some restaurants; they never give you bread in the first place, and you don't even think about it. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like that, where once you've had it a certain way. Anyway, so here you have the exchange that took started. Well, some of it on Twitter. Uh, disappointing move, Elon Musk. This was the news. Tesla has now officially removed the mobile connector as a standard accessory with every new car purchase. You can purchase it separately for four hundred dollars. Elon says, usage statistics were super low, so seemed wasteful. On the minor plus side, we will be including more plug adapters with the mobile connector kit, if you buy it, I guess, for $400. It's hard, man. People are going to have their own impression of it, how they want to think about it. They're like, because Apple said the same thing. Apple said, usage was low. It's the environment, <laughs> right? Oh, no. Well, that... Get <laughs> 
No, no, because what he's saying, if usage was low, it means why are we making these things and shipping these things in the that you may use it one day? Yeah. It's similar to the environment argument. Apple was saying you already have a power brick. You've been buying phones from us for however long. Usage will be low. I mean, it's another way of saying it. His is more, sounds more like a developer. I I low thought usage. Ti- I thought the timing wasn't great either. The Twitter stuff was going on and... I don't know. It's out of stock. Mm. Shortage? Mm. Yeah. If that doesn't Hopefully. look like... If the item's out of stock, doesn't seem like usage is low. <laughs> <laughs> well, the adapters... Mm. The adapters are good as well. Mm. I, I sometimes find myself having to adapt to the universal chargers. Adapt to the adapter? I don't mind adapting. Yeah. I mean, I do, but it's better than not being able to in the first place. Do you have any thoughts as a Tesla owner? Uh, I'm probably a bad use case because for me, I'm using the charger back there 95% of the time. And the other 5% of the time is a supercharger. Mm-hmm. What if it's like I take a- that back. I take that back. There's a few public charge spots around town. But that adapter is just a clip-in piece, which I presume the car is still going to get, which just fits onto the universal charger. It's not these cables. Okay. Um, this is for adapting the regular at-home plug, right? Yeah, it's, it's for adapting a regular home-style plug. Although, I will say this. I was at a, like, a... Uh, resort hotel thing for like a day Mm. and i was like do you guys have a place to charge an electric car and and it was up north sort of well to be whatever because they had advertised it that there was a place and i didn't even need the charge i was just curious like does what a place like this out here have an electric car charger yet would they just install one and the guy's like, yeah, it's right around the corner. Mm. And he's like, but it's not anything fancy. I get around the corner and it's like an orange extension cable. <laughs> <laughs> so now if you're staying at a resort and you're going to be there a while and and you're going to be in your hotel room, maybe it doesn't matter if it's a slow charge. You're just happy to have it because mm-hmm. by the time you're ready to leave the place, Whatever you charged up, yeah. But you would you you would need that adapter to make that conversion. Which one? I didn't even bother with it once I saw it. I was like, well, I don't really even need it. Uh, what is that? Gen two Nema? Uh, no, the, guy, the one on the left. No. Yeah, is that a household outlet? Yeah. Yeah, corded mobile connector. Oh. Four hundred bucks and out of stock. So. Yeah, but I I think the thing that you were looking at if you just go back to that for a second the thing below there uh, yeah that's a gen 2 mobile connector bundle so that's confusing because why is the the old one $400 and then it's two seconds but maybe the fact that they're not including it anymore it's slightly less I don't know Mm. is that a new product new listing anyway that adapter on the far right for 50 bucks 
which I, I believe is still included. Scroll up a little bit. I just want to make sure I'm talking about the right one. Is that the only adapter that looks like that? Yeah, that one gets used frequently. Well, I don't know if I should say frequently, but every so often when you have a universal style charger and you need to plug your Tesla into it, mm -hmm. that'll convert it for you. But that'll be a slower charge than a Tesla supercharger. Right. Anyway, it's all symbolic. You just feel like you're spending all this money and you're like, it's, it's like now you want a couple hundred dollars for this thing that we people used to get for free. And it just can't help it. It's human nature when you feel like you used to have something and it goes away. Mm. Even, even though they charge you 10000 more for the vehicle. Mm. Inflation. That's how it works. Are, are you guys feeling inflation at all? <laughs> You're noticing it? Because I just got to... Let me just say something that happened to me yesterday. And don't worry, I'll get back to the Cybertruck accessory. Well, you don't have to be anywhere, do you? I see you fidgeting around over there. Where you got to be? You got a hard out? No. <laughs> Go ahead, Will. Let us have it, man. What's going on? No, just a bit hungry. You want to order something? No, no, we're good. We're good. I saw somebody. Uh, somebody, Alfredo, just says he he go get me a pizza. Will I have oh. to get him a pizza? <laughs> oh wow! I thought it was the other way around until I read it. I yeah. saw the word pizza and Will. I thought, I thought he was suggesting pizza for you as well. Yeah, maybe we'll. I thought he. I thought he bought you a slice. Yeah. And. Uh, do you want... I have uh, snacks from Germany over here. No, it's fine. Like, I can bring these over there. I'm good. Shout out, Mo. Uh, anyway, I was over... I was over at... Speaking of being hungry. I was having tacos, actually, last night. Mm -hmm. and, 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 and don't get me wrong. These are amazing tacos. Legit. Uh, authentic... Mexican tacos. Oh, that'll put a dent in your wallet. Like as far as around, as far as around here is concerned. Yeah, authentic tacos. Like I'm, here far, in like Canada. I'm far away from Mexico. Like yeah. they, it ain't no food truck. I mean, there probably is a food truck, but I'm just saying these were premium tacos. Mm -hmm. And then the inflation component. Me and the people I was with, we kind of looked at each other. We we're like. Was that expensive for like a takeout tacos? What was the price and how many tacos? <laughs> <laughs> so you approach the counter to order and you have two options, three or five. Okay. But the guy's like, how hungry are you? And uh, I, don't, I don't know. And I got the kids with me and they're like... Uh, there's some other kids there as well that have gone previously, and they're like, oh, you got to get five. You're going to eat five of these tacos. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 40 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> no, but there's three. For me, there's three of us. There's me and the two boys. And so I look at it, and by the way, I'm eating tacos no matter what. That could have been $100. Oh, at, wow, come on. At that point, I'm eating tacos. I'm in the place We've gone there specifically. I've heard that it's good. They got me. They got me right where they want me. No, there's a number. I think I'm out at... You're out? You're leaving the place? No, there's other people. We've, we've created this event. Vin, you're, uh -huh. you're, 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 you can't. There's other people depending on you here. Right. If it's just you, okay, maybe. 
But if you are tasked with feeding these people and you're going to this Mexican restaurant as your destination, it's very difficult to pull the plug at that point. But people are going to lose their minds in the chat, particularly those probably in the southern part of the United States, let alone Mexico. Mm-hmm. Because this set of five tacos... Were they... What was the protein or what... The option? The, okay, so meat? so you actually pick from... Because ele- I think fish is a little... You more pick from 11 different tacos, and it's the same price no matter what you pick. Wow, 11 options? 11. Oh. So, so there's pulled pork... All the same price. Beef, brisket, chicken, uh, fish. Uh, like carnitas? Carnita style? Yep. And there's a few vegetarian ones, too. I didn't order those, but there was like a potato one. But you pick five out of the 11. So and most people are mixing it up. All right. How much? I think it was $26 for five. But it's a takeout counter. What's the size? They're 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 like traditional Taco Bell size, like a Taco Bell. Vin, that's taco. not traditional. No, but no. I'm I need a reference. They're usually smaller. It's they a, are. It, they it, are. It's a smaller so like, taco. Like uh, you're talking about a two biter. You're talking about a two biter. Yeah. You're talking about a two biter. Ooh, that See, stings. The, I'm I'm in the ten taco range, and that's. Explain yourself. Are, You're in the 10 taco range. <laughs> you just two bites. Two, no, two. no, you're not going to eat 10 of these. <laughs> I was good after five. I was good. My kids, on the other hand, because they were pretty hungry, they know how to eat as well. And they may have been able to do more than five. But anyway, I bought 15 mm. and... With drinks and I'm at a hundred bucks. Now that's Canadian dollars for anybody who's curious, but the important part is it's not a fancy restaurant, it's a takeout counter. You bring the food to like a small table if you're eating there, but it looks like it's a lot of takeout that comes through. Um was it good? Amazing. It was amazing. It was great. Okay. Well, would you go again? No, but I see people in the chat they're saying, you know. I'm not spending more than 15 for that. Mm. Yeah, what did you say again? 25? And people, and, and even more specifically, corn or flour tortilla. It's a corn tortilla. Um. <laughs> no, no, no. It's not 26 each. No, no, no. It was $26 for five. And that's $18 US. And I'm tipping. I'm tipping. Oh, here we go. We have uh, Mexico in the chat. By the way, shout out Ari again for giving us a super chat. It's easier for me to see. And also, I can now use this money to pay for those tacos. <laughs> he says, oh, man, traditional authentic tacos in Mexico are 50 cents to 75 cents. And the best are from the street carts. Well, I know that. We all know that. Yeah. So, you see the problem here, Will? What, what but I understand, like, real estate and, 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 and the costs over here are out of control. But I, it was a moment where I sort of, I just had an inflation moment. Yeah. I was like, all right. It's like, I, I see this. I see mm-hmm. what's going on. The guy was at the end of the plaza. I'm like, this is not a volume business. It's, it's got to be people who really want this experience. 
and they're willing to to pay for it. And he's he's trying to uh, make life happen at a lower volume, but a customer who appreciates it. You know. Well, what what's a <laughs> like a McChicken meal or Big Mac meal at right now? Like, are you are you you're I would you're say like fifteen? Maybe you're a little uh, under fifteen. It's somewhere maybe thirteen. Yeah, it's a little. I think it's over eleven. Oh, A and W prices are. I, Will has. <laughs> this is not the last. This is not the first time you've done this on a show. <laughs> what A and W? You're yeah, very I, upset with the A and W pricing. I love A and W, and man, it's really sad. It's so expensive. It's twenty bucks for one person. Is it to that extent or not? Around quite? there, yeah. Is it getting there? Yeah. Yeah, I'm telling you guys, yeah. stuff is going on. So. You had an ad. There was a super chat yeah. for an ad, maybe of a taco place downtown Toronto. Yeah, it was. I saw it, but I, I, uh, Will can click on it. No, I, I can find it. It's uh, at the top still. It's a ten ten dollar super chat. Trey Compadre. Trey Compadre. Well, Vin might take you up on that. I think it said King Street West, though. Yeah. Well, so. then, yeah. Somebody in the chat says eighteen dollars is seven days of eating for me. Yeah, that's effective. That's effective. (laughs) But Canada is far from Mexico. That's true, and therefore the tacos are a delicacy over here. (laughs) It kind of, it kind of is, man. But the unfortunate part about that is, like Finn said, he can go to Taco Bell and get a hundred tacos for that price. (laughs) Maybe not a hundred, but that's the unfortunate part. Anyway, I'm just. It was for me. It was worth it. The kids loved it. They're like, "Why are these tacos so good?" And I was like, well, that's kind of the real deal right there. <laughs> and and the beauty of it was they had a little bit of everything and they weren't substituting. Oh, the guy also has a no no mod rule. No modifications. I'm fine with that. He so basically you can't come in and be like, I don't want that or that in mm, the thing. Yeah. Too much time. Uh shout out Vetla. Uh he's got a question for you, Will. When do we get Willie Do's drain plug shirts? You're slacking, Will. I'm looking into them. I think <laughs> Mo has a great idea. Whoa! With drain plugs All right. and shirts. So, All right. Soon, yeah. Hopefully. See, somebody said no onions. This guy, I don't know. He's he wasn't <laughs> feeling the substitutions, which is could be the sign of a high quality restaurant because the man believes in his flavors. Mm-hmm. It's like you got to come around to him. And I got to be honest, I feel like if the kids would have had substitutions, they would have done it. Yes, they would have. It would have been a nightmare. And then the fact that they didn't, and they enjoyed everything. So I kind of almost, I was kind of happy that that was the message. I was like, see, kids, what are you going to do, starve? And they took all the different varieties, and they ate and loved everything. And wanted more. And then got the churros at the end. Mm. So, it's a little bit of a taco tangent. Okay. A taco tangent on a Tuesday, which is actually the taco day as well, is it not? What's the taco day? What's the deal? Just taco. You're supposed to have tacos on Tuesday. Oh. You never heard of Taco Tuesday before? Well, LeBron. LeBron. (laughs) Did something. Go ahead, Vin. 
Well, but K- KFC, I think, is Toonie Tuesday. I don't know if they still yeah, do that. Oh, you can't one. do a Toonie Tuesday. Inflation. <laughs> Inflation, man. What were you getting for a Toonie? It was a box you meal, got two. You it? got two pieces of chicken and fries. Yes. For $2. You can't do it anymore. But the, yeah, this is a Taco Tangent Tuesday, but I don't know if anybody's going to go. Somebody's going to go for tacos after this. We just did the most massive advertisement for tacos in general. And the other thing we did is since we made it seem so expensive, somebody who's in Texas right now is like, I'm going for tacos. They got mm-hmm. a whole new appreciation with $2 tacos. Mm-hmm. And somebody in Mexico is like, oh, my God, I, they're so appreciative of the 50 cent taco. Yeah. Shout out D-Gen Chef again. Appreciate it. New Tesla Cybertruck accessory wants to turn the electric pickup truck into a boat. Oh, that's a pretty, that's a pretty wild looking boat. That's pretty cool, eh? Two bit bears just bought us tacos, by the way, for real. Hundred bucks. <laughs> nice. How's that for inflation, Will? Well, that's great. <laughs> let's, order the, let's order the tacos right now. Yeah. Uh, while the while the Tesla Cybertruck, well, people have been doing these type of strange accessories, or not strange, but like everyone knows this thing's gonna be such a hit. There were so many pre-orders. They did the camper, which was cool. Yeah. And very modern. Mm-hmm. And we talked about this because then people pre-ordered the camper for the truck that was pre-ordered. They didn't even know when they were going to get it. Yes. So uh, this one's a little more outlandish. The Cyber Cat Catamaran. Even more ambitious. Turn, turn your Cyber Truck into an amphibian. As an early Cyber Truck reservation holder and Model 3 owner... Anthony was excited about tweets from Elon that indicated the Cybertruck should be able to serve as a boat for short periods. However, this capability would ultimately be limited by the speed at which the wheel rotation could propel the vehicle, and it would never go fast enough to be compelling. So here's the concept. Ah, it's a much more simple thing than I thought it was. So the the wheels themselves remain the propulsion. This just gives it more buoyancy. Yeah, like it's a just catamaran wearing floaties. Wow, that's pretty wild. I is it sort of risky? You take your news. Nah. <laughs> if this existed for your Bronco, you'd give it a go, Will. Of course. Oh man, I'll buy ten. Oh man, you gotta put a snorkel on there too. Then at that point, it is equipped with a one to five fifty kilowatt outboard. Oh, never mind. Okay. So, never yeah, mind. I, uh, okay, never mind. I was completely off with that. You were hoping the wheels. Well, it was just... the way that you had the image cropped. It just looked like it was just the floaties, but right. it's not. No, you have uh, some outboard motors there. Yeah, they will. Just, they will be powered by the Cybertruck's battery pack. I wonder what Tesla would think about this. You, I wonder how you steer. You like it be you, you pull to it the into the wheel? shop. They're like, "How did you break it?" You're like, "Well, I had this catamaran accessory." It's like what? <laughs> Aquatic Cybertruck. <laughs> like, Ever what? heard of it? The adaptive ride height of the Cybertruck and the folding inflatable pontoons of the Cybercat provide 12 inches of ground clearance. Once in the water, the electric outboard motor pontoons and hydrofoils fold down and the wheels retract out of the water for quick takeoff. In shallow water or around dock, Cybercat can precisely remove, maneuver propelled by the wheel rotation of the Cybertruck. What? I, I, this sounds very very ambitious. Oh, my God. Never mind. The tires are completely above the water. The whole truck is way above the water. Wait a minute. 
Yeah. I thought the truck was submerged. Not at all. But it's way up there, man. <laughs> that seemed risky. I don't know, man. It looks cool. Um. <laughs> Will's got a big long how would you um carry, over there. Um, how would you carry the uh, catamaran pieces? They're um, so big. You keep you uh, um. keep keep them at the marina. What the? <laughs> well, you got to drive onto them and attach them, right? They so they stay at the lake. It's quite a maneuver, man. <laughs> Whatever it is, it's quite a maneuver. Well, you have you to make get a decision. A yeah, you have twenty five grand if you go that direction or boat direction. What is it doing there? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that how it's supposed to? Oh, that's like, a hydrofoil version. Yeah, my god! Like in uh, high speeds, I think it kind of floats up. No. Okay, well, I'm gonna. Uh, I think I'm gonna play the wait and see on this one. Okay, I'm just gonna play a wait and see on that <laughs> You're one. Play that card. All right. I feel like we're probably closer to the Cyberlander, which is the camping attachment. Yeah. Then we are to the, um, what was the name? The Cyber Cat, which is another, the name is a little bit odd because you're on water. Uh -huh. Cats typically not, not uh, huge fans of the water, but I guess it's the short form for catamaran. Oh, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> that looks like an NFT. <laughs> that looks like an NFT right there. Well, that's yeah. fun. It's fun to imagine. No, fun. it is fun. It is Things fun. are fun. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you need. That's what you need. Cyber it is trojan. flying. <laughs> oh. uh, imagine the future in all, like all of Muskoka is just these in the lakes. Mm -hmm. People would be so irritated. Those guys with those perfect wooden waxed boats, you know, those ones. Then the Cybertruck army comes up from the city on weekends. <laughs> the Cybercat. Well, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's pretty intense. Great renders, though. Wow. Yeah. You really imagine the guy you imagine the, uh... the guy just he he cuts the he cuts the motors at uh, yeah, and he's there you go. He's just fishing in the middle of the lake. <laughs> Look at the Photoshop. <laughs> the chairs. <laughs> the office chair. I mean, chairs. it's kind of cool. You got all your stuff that's in your truck. You don't need to move anything over. Yeah. Don't mind that. Oh, man. <laughs> it's a whole fleet. <laughs> well, can't I just get one for whatever yeah. car I'm driving? Why does it have to be? Yeah, you get yeah. oh, No, it's powered power. from the battery. Yeah. Yeah. Shout Aww. out to Voss. He's going to order one day taco delivery straight from Mexico. Nice. So that'll save us some cash for sure. This Bronco has been stuck on a sandbar for days. Yeah. Ooh, he was trying to he was trying to be real Bronco. He he went yeah. he went you never go full Bronco. He went all the way with it. <laughs> well, he didn't get the Everglades edition. <laughs> well, I don't think that would have saved him here, would it? No. No, it wouldn't. Um, Shout out MC dumbass. This happened um in the states where um I guess obviously low tide um this people, wasn't you this wasn't you right well no no god, thank god um low tide people started to do donuts around the lake thinking that they can get away with it 
But unfortunately, um, the tide came back. Oh, and, did it ever? Uh, the luckily, there's no, you know, no one got hurt. The driver just escaped. Um, just right. kind of swam back to shore. Right. And left his Bronco. What a rough swim. What a rough swim that would be. But uh, this keeps happening. I, I don't know why. Like people just decide like, oh, they can just drive in the middle of the lake and like just stay there. And then later throughout the day, the water just keeps coming back and then <laughs> they get confused. And... Somebody just said the drain plugs didn't save them. <laughs> <laughs> no. <yeah. laughs> Unfortunately, no. Vin, have you been following the Bronco saga here at the show, like with Will? You know that he ordered one finally. He sees himself as a really, Bronco bro? guy. I put a deposit. Is that refundable? <laughs> okay. You're trying to talk him out of it? I just... Uh, What's your... Do you have another hey, recommendation I, for him? I'm all ears. I, He's waiting, know. but he really felt uh, that for his lifestyle, it did everything he... that he The way he envisions himself. Well, like if, like with the dog and the, it has dr if, drain plugs, he can hose the interior. It's a marine grade vinyl. He's going to take the top off. He's going to be wearing a t-shirt. I think Toyota is making a new, what's the? The Corolla? No, the FJ yeah. Cruiser. FJ Cruiser. The one they discontinued, they're like. 60 grand no he can't wait that. he can't wait that long the guy has been going on this thing you have no idea the rabbit hole he's been down it's just toyota is so good i think of net well actually, you don't have to talk to will about toyota he's mr I, toyota i know i know eh. yeah go ahead then but what's where did your recent toyota come from your toy love of toyota you, you, this is not a thing that you, this is not a thing that you've spread previous. Toyota love. Reliability. <laughs> it's just, I think it's so proven. And like yeah, a, the price. Yeah. Yeah. For what, yeah. For what you yeah. get. I, but well, I feel like I, when it comes to SUVs, Toyotas are a little bit pricey, you know? <laughs> Certainly when you start looking at that 4Runner, spend some money yeah. on that. Well, how much is a Bronco? Well, we, we have an entire 30-minute clip on <laughs> yeah, Will's, go watch that one. <laughs> Will's specification. He, he's, he's been lamenting this thing forever. Over 50? Uh, over 50, yeah. It's oh. 60. Hmm. 60. Inflation, though, Vin. Go do a spec. You'll see. Mm. Doesn't you know? Well, you would have been then twenty six dollar tacos, sixty thousand dollar Bronco. Comparing with like a Toyota, <laughs> like a Forerunner, Forerunner TRD, TRD Pro, I believe is sixty five seventy. You just pushed all wheels buttons there. Yeah. What? Then you and bad gas mileage, <laughs> very bad, very old. Yeah. Old very, car. They haven't updated not it. Not a lot of tech in there. They haven't updated it. it trust me, I, I really like a 4Runner. It's really nice. Um, he was actually on the 4Runner prior to the Bronco. But they just... Toyota is so slow to update their products. And also the gas thing. Yes. I did mention, like, you know, within a couple of years, gas is going to be the uh, pretty high and lower variety of 
gas cars. The RAV4 Prime. Get out of here. 300 horsepower. He's not getting I, a RAV4 Prime. He can't do well, it. The, RAV4s are nice, too. Show it to me. Show me the RAV4 Prime. It's 300 horsepower. They, they, uh, no, Vin, Vin. Well, it's a RAV4. Vin. This guy is talking about being off road, okay, off grid. But the only other one, if you want to take, you could do the he, Honda Passport. The, the, no, Vin, the package he bought for the Bronco is vinyl seats and plastic floors that he can hose the whole thing. He wants like dirty, muddy, like his is a vision he has. He has a vision. He doesn't. Is it? Is it your first Ford? Yeah. Well, you'll know soon enough. Why? <laughs> There's I, problems I'll, with well, it. Well, I'll tell. We don't have to talk. The what I'm. We are talking. No, but. Go ahead. Well, I'm not. Oh, I can't even. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, my next. I I think I'll go Toyota. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which Toyota? I think in two years something cool will happen. I can't do. I can't do. It's some something in between the size of a Rav Four and Forerunner. Ooh, Jameson in the chat says, "Don't you dare talk Will out of his Bronco." Speaking directly <laughs> to you, Vin. <laughs> well, you don't understand I, how important the Bronco, as okay, far as like a right, character right. on the show, you don't understand the identity crisis Will went through. He had to determine if he was... old old IS three hundred, uh, three hundred and twenty thousand kilometers. Are you talking about a Lexus now? Well, Toyota, sure, but that, it. How many kilometers are on your Toyota right now? <laughs> um, probably one sixty. Okay. Listen, yeah. you're, you don't, you, we don't need to explain to the world reliability of Toyota. Nobody it's, needs it's to good. hear. Yeah, nobody good, needs yeah. to hear that. Everybody knows that. All right. There is no Bronco at Toyota right now. If there was a Toyota Bronco, okay, for sure he'd be Toyota, considering it. Toyota sold one brand new FJ Cruiser last year. I think they still sell them in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> He's not. They, if, ben, he, this is complicated what you're making him do here. He's got to get really, an old they, FJ Cruiser now. You know what the tech is like in there? These are reselling now for That's, like sixty grand. So he's going to listen to FM radio in a twenty fourteen. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, you can't compare that to a brand new Bronco. You can't. I mean, it's just not the same market. I'm. It is cool, but it's I, just not the same thing. Well, <laughs> I I think they're doing it again. If they do it, that's my direction. If you want to know EV. You're going to get EV? Uh, I'm still thinking. But my ultimate fantasy, if, if they... <laughs> Whoa. Uh, Whoa. No, Whoa. If they... Because you can get a two-door land cruiser in parts of Asia. Yeah. Uh, well, Vin, where Vin, are you going off-road, sir? It doesn't matter. Yeah, it, just it does matter. If I don't need full <laughs> off road, but you're talking about off road vehicles right now. Why not a Jeep? Oh, I, 
No. You had it was. No, he's talking about like uh, a, uh, like a Rubicon. No. Yeah. It's like a basic Wrangler. They made a special edition one in China. It looked cool, but mm. a drag. You, you, I, 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 can't, I can't, it's what, why am I? Well, go ahead, man. <laughs> go it's, ahead. It's like, uh, actually, you know well, what? Well, all of a sudden, that you're new- going off road all of a sudden. You're going off road now. And I want to know how that happened. I like the ability. Will decides to go off road. You talk crap about his Bronco, and then you're going off road five minutes later. If you go back and look at just who whoever's winning the what is the the car or those like it's uh, the modified like uh, California. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those mod. Actually, there was a oh, I forget what it was, but. (laughs) You, uh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> keep an eye. Keep, well, how, what, what's, 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 what's keep, going on? What's, when, when do you have to make a decision on this? What are you talking about? He put a deposit on yeah. a Bronco that he had previously been lamenting for at least six months, maybe a year. Well, the dilemma is um, it's probably going to be like over a year. When do you have to be final about it? Like, when do they ask for the last payment or whatever? I believe when, right before they start building it. So, like, in three like months Like, if it's in, something? like, the build <laughs> schedule, I think they'll let me know. And that could be, like, two months, four months, kind of? Well, they say at least a year. I don't think. Oh, at least a year before you even. Before it gets built. Oh, you got time. Stuff will happen by then. Guys. I mean, I don't. There is no equivalent product to what he purchased or what he Mm, put it down. No, nothing. Coming, coming. Everyone's doing it now. Let me tell you something. Everyone is doing it now. Subaru's doing the new rugged off-road Get out of here, Subaru. He can take the roof off. He can take the entire roof off of this car. He has a convertible SUV. The only other one that I'm aware of that's 2022 model year is going to be a Jeep. And the Jeep, we all know, it's been the same classic styling for however long. It doesn't really feel new for him to go spend 60 grand. The Bronco, on the other hand, you can see them out in the road. You you notice them, man. They're, you're yeah. like, damn. Yeah. That's especially the real Bronco, not the Bronco Sport. You may be confused, Vin. No, no. I, You're I, seeing the Bronco Sport out there. You're not seeing as many full-out Broncos like what Willie do. Or you, he ordered the real Bronco. This is a proper off-road machine. And you're talking about Ford. I've had how many Ford F-150s? I did no problems on those. Well, then why not? Ford knows about how trucks. Much, how much it, is, is Raptor doing a Bronco or no? You mean... Is Ford doing Ford doing a Raptor Bronco? Raptor they Bronco. are. It costs a billion dollars. He's not in the market. It, it, it's going to cost a lot. Over a hundred? Yeah. Really? Oh yeah. And good luck getting one. Well, we're talking in Canadian dollars as well. That I mean this thing's a beast. I mean, look at the look at the picture above that wheel. That's real. Look at the look at the axle in the back. That's off road, dude. That's not a Rav Four, Vin. No, but that that was my level of offer. I'm 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 happy with. Well, I, I wouldn't do the TRD Rav Four. I wouldn't if I'm gonna. Uh, 
something in between RAV4 and 4Runner. It doesn't exist yet, but I, I think it's coming. Well, I mean, this thing is selling like crazy. Not the Raptor model, mm -hmm. which will also, but just the... Oh, there, 82... Well, they had an 82.5. Yeah, US, US, but... US. Yeah, it'll be over 100 grand here. But this, the, the Bronco that he got is maybe the most capable vehicle he can get for the money that isn't a Jeep. Period. With everything modern that you want in it and with a removable top. He could get maybe some old Land Rover or some old... Have like, you been uh, happy like with... Like a Defender or something. Yeah, but, but that's, that's insane. Expensive. That is literally insane that you're... What, you're driving a class... You're dri What are you doing at that point? Yeah. You you can get the... They allow, I think you can get the old... Uh, <laughs> I think it was the old... <laughs> Somebody, Jennifer in the chat says it doesn't exist yet, LOL. <laughs> What doesn't? <laughs> when you were like the 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 ultimate car that you need to buy, it just doesn't exist yet. It's like that's not very helpful, Vin. Hey, the, I, uh, I was going this direction for like the last five years. What direction? Everyone else is now. The, it's like the semi-rugged, mid-sized SUV, uh, somewhere between two fifty to three hundred horsepower. How? What's the horsepower on the Bronco? Uh, 215, 230. Really? Yeah. It's very huh. fuel efficient. That's what he wants. He's not, he's not trying to fly out there. I mean, if you get the, if you want the horsepower, you get the Raptor model. What does that have? 215 to 230. 450? Well? Yeah. Does the Raptor model have 450? But I have like, I would get the 2.3 liter engine. I think there's a 2.7. He intentionally the, chose oh, the fuel you, efficient model. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. On a vehicle like this, that might be okay. You know, you, you, you're choosing fuel consumption versus responsiveness, but you're already in a relatively heavy vehicle. Yeah, know? the thing's almost 5,000 pounds. Yeah, yeah so, so whatever. I mean, you're fine to get up to speed. The key is he can take the top off. That's been a huge deal for him. But how has your experience been with Toyota? Uh, it's been good. It's uh, very reliable. I know. It's. Just, I haven't had any major problems with it. I know. And that's a luxury. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can go to like any dealership and then they can just... Oh, yeah. Parts all over. Yeah. It's very convenient. Yeah. I hear you on that side you got time will you got time yeah but you've given him no good suggestion i don't it'll come up it'll 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 show it's uh it won't it's fit yeah well give him a convertible suv that can i don't actually no, off-road go ahead go ahead with drain plugs go ahead well drain plugs are key you're not going to find it this is oh i don't know exactly it's such a plug. rare thing and i had my own like stint about it i can't believe like no other cars have it. You thought like water getting in. You can literally there? just hose down the interior, the floor. Oh no, I and the seats and if they're vinyl, and if they're the seats, marine vinyl. Sure, yeah, because he's sick of the dog hair and the mud and tracking and just the salt. He's just done with it. Terrible. He's done with it. He's going full rugged, and Ford knows that there's some people like that. 
and they made so many damn Bronco trim options that you can get do it any way you want, like mm-hmm. he did. Like when you first log onto that page, the, the Vin's gonna, Vin is going to be in shock. Show him the order page. No. Well, not the full spec, but just the initial phase where you pick whatever the first step of the trim. Yeah, you, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, starting at starting at thirty grand. The FJ Vin. Cruiser might have had something starting like at that. thirty grand US, but look at this. Base, big bend, black diamond, outer banks, and they look—they—they they are substantially different at each one. And Will's an expert in this. Uh, Badlands, Wild Track. Oh, they have the Everglades now. See what's it's go- like—it's available. See what's oh, going and the on. Raptor. Oh. See what's going on. Raptor's not that bad. Starting at sixty-eight US. Yeah, well, you go in and you start doing what you would do to it. Look, base, Raptor base, Raptor base. What are you talking about, Raptor base? Whatever the heck. The, click on it. We'll, the, we'll click on it. No one's getting it for 68. Wait till you see the dealer markups and everything else. Um, Look at that little guy. That's the best Well, this deal. is the two-door. Look at that. No, that's a four-door. Oh, it's a four. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Look at that little guy. No, you can't get the Raptor in two-door. Right, right. Look at that little guy. <laughs> I mean, that is a... That's fun. That is a little fun machine. Those are my wheels that I have on the truck on the Beadlock F one fifty Raptor. Yeah. I have those exact wheels, and uh, you get the hard roof, which is the one you want, right? Mm-hmm. Not a lot of options here. Well, because it, it it pretty much has, I think a lot of the options are pre selected here. Are they not? I guess so. Eh. Well, well the, your your price went up on the wheels. Oh, marine grade vinyl included. That's what you want, but if you want leather, you go to tw- it's going to cost you another twenty five hundred. But then again, you got the full off road lifestyle. You're just going with the vinyl. But Will's going to try to spec it max right now, and we're going to get that price up. Well, I can really spec it out by getting all the extras. No, if you don't need them, then. I'd go as close to base as possible and then see what the price difference is on whatever... Uh, it's going to be 100000 in Canada. That's it. That's the bottom line. He, 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 doesn't, he doesn't need that. It's the, no, I'm just saying that I know it's a fun thing to look at, but the actual price-to-performance ratio, it's not twice the car that he bought. I realize it's fun. We all know that. It, but his spec is very well thought out. You can't compare. He's got this up to eighty thousand US now. Yeah, it's only thirteen hundred a month. Vin, get out of here. You went from no Bronco to now a Raptor Bronco. I'd be <laughs> fine with the Raptor. What is this story arc going on? Anyway, yeah. listen, uh, Will, don't let him. Don't let him get in your way. Don't let this uh, phase you. There is no other vehicle that's going to fit your vision. With the top off and your own top off. My own top. Double tops off. Pretty enticing. Sun tanning out there. Yeah. Just don't do this though. Don't put yourself in a lake. Don't Uh over, don't over Bronco like a lot of people are doing. A lot of people there, they, they're new to this lifestyle. You know, the Bronco lifestyle. They're new to it. Uh Uh-huh. And they overdo it. Yeah. So you got to take it one step at a time. As you go adventure in this thing mm-hmm. for your own safety, 
and the safety of this Bronco, which has been a long time coming. Yeah, so are we going to get back to that? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Oh, do you have more to say on this topic? Well, yeah, because it's, you know, you don't often see a car in like the middle of the lake. You'll probably see it like near the shore. But the fact that this car with this drone footage, you can kind of see it's literally right in the middle of like this lake. Um, probably like a hundred, a couple hundred meters around. And there's difficulty in retrieving cars like this because first of all, the car's really heavy. And second of all, it's not like under water. It's like kind of floating, which is also a problem because um, you would want to have it like upright as possible so you can tow it. And at this point, they tried to tow it out of the water and broke um, like the cable. Right. So it's so much resistance. They also... Um, what I don't understand is... is uh, and I'm sure somebody who's local there knows better than I would, but mm. the water was obviously down when the vehicle went out there. It was really low apparently. So... Is that not a thing that happens frequently or was that like a freak occurrence and now the water's going to be up for a while, I guess? Well, yeah, you know what? I really don't know. I think um, it comes up here and there and that's why people do it so often like this, um, like trying to get to these uh, sandbars mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden it's like a groundswell of water and then they have to escape. And their car is trapped. Yeah. But it just looks weird. Oh, definitely. You know? Like, you can, like, the lake is kind of clear, so you can see the body of the car as well. Yeah. Like, in the water. So where is this exactly? Oh, they did get it out. Yeah, eventually, yeah. Oh, cool. This is in Jersey. Oh, okay. there's the cable snapping. <laughs> or around there. The cable snapped and it was almost out at that point. I guess it's just the sand and whatnot. Yeah. I think the guy went too far. He hit it too hard. Hit it too hard. Yeah. Wow. Crazy. Every, uh, posted on Everyday Drones on YouTube. Name of the channel. Mm -hmm. Just picking up the happenings of life. Everyday Drones. Yeah. And if this was any other car, I wouldn't really pick this story. But mm, <laughs> since it's your beloved. Unfortunately, it happened to be a Bronco. It's a warning. Yeah. Never over Bronco. Know your limitations. Yeah. Um, okay. Here we go. Uh, okay. This is a POV. Posted in Oddly Terrifying. Apparently, this creature is more feared in uh india than a tiger which i kind of find hard to believe i don't know if anybody's staying up really late right now in india they can tell us if it's true or not uh this is called the sloth bear and apparently it's quite unpredictable now this is a pov of what it would look like to be approached by such an animal uh somebody in the chat says it reminds them of otis i can see that at this, at this range, at least. Now, it's actually the movement of the animal animal that's a little bit uh, terrifying, I guess. The way it... Well, but okay. I was thinking if it's a sloth bear, I was like, how can you be so afraid of... That yeah. It sounds slow. Mm -hmm. But then when it approaches, it doesn't look that, that slow. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> it's a... Uh, 
almost like a video game glitch, sort of. Like, it's like the, at the very end there, yeah. it keeps the left <laughs> leg up and it's angry with the camera. It looks like uh, it does some, look unpredictable. Someone wearing a costume. It looks fake. Yeah, it's pretty weird. It's like a black bear, but with a hunched back. Yeah, and more bony structure, mm-hmm. and and maybe angrier. The mouth is. But I, I honestly don't know if I've ever seen a sloth bear before. This might be the first time. You want to see it in its uh, natural habitat? Yeah. Yeah, hey, you know what? Eh, oh my God, there it is going up against a tiger. Fur coat saves sloth bear and severe fight with tiger. In rare and severe fight with tiger. Look at his face in that. Can you zoom in on that? Yeah, what the heck? Look at his face. Looks like uh, the predator or something. Holy. I think you got to go even closer for the people on the on the stream here. My God, couple fangs in there, and it looks to me like the tiger's backing up. But you know, the tiger's got the claws and everything going on. Whoa! But now you know, it's no joke. A sloth bear, scroll up, fought off an attacking tiger to protect his, protect its cub in a rare sight. That was a seven year old dominant male tiger. It had marked the body of water known as a Jamun Bodhi as its territory. It didn't stop the sloth bears, though. We're not certain if they ever got the drink. Wow. So that's the mother bear protecting the cubs and not worried about. Well, now the question goes to you guys. Which one are you going to choose to encounter? A tiger or a sloth bear? Which one? And and be honest, because I'm still more nervous of the tiger. I, I just don't have enough footage. I realize he, he. I mean, yes, they look. They they look intimidating. But the tiger's got a lot of tools, and more scale. Yeah. Yeah, I would probably go with the tiger. You would go with it. You would go. S- See the tiger oh, no, instead? No, no, no. I would avoid the tiger. Yes, okay. Yeah. Vin? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think same. Yeah. Unless there was a massive speed difference, but I don't, I don't, okay. I don't think there is. We're all in agreement here. And now we know one, one more thing to avoid. All right, last one. Uh, this is one hour to teach a backflip. Now, there's two things I'm going to mention. Was this actually the last one, Will? There's many more. But, You're cutting uh, me short right now? Yeah. 622? Yeah, you probably should. You can save those ones, though, right? Because I got sure, I yeah. have good I have good links I in there. I know you do. Yeah. Will? What? You got to believe me. Yeah. I have good links in there. And maybe, and oh, anyway, so in this one here, what we have is a clip of somebody learning a backflip in a short amount of time, one hour. Shout out Jigging with Jordan, <laughs> by the way. I re- we really appreciate the support. We definitely got to buy some tacos now. Yeah. Uh, now, there's two things. Okay, first of all, let's just watch it for a bit. Yeah, just let it play. Is there audio? I don't remember. 
It's not important. If it's... So I started out by making sure he knew how to do a backward roll, and then I had him. Oh yeah, you can turn off audio. Wanted... It's all very self-explanatory. So he has the coach. <laughs> oh, and Otis. the coach is. Uh... Otis sound like a sloth bear right yeah. there. Yeah. So 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 the coach is doing one step at a time. It's like you jump straight up. And then it's, you know, piecing it together in different uh, stages, including this last yeah. sort of somersault uh, aspect. Now, you would think of a backflip and you would go, okay, like it's just not going to happen, mm -hmm. especially not in an hour. And I think, I mean, the kid is obviously pretty athletic here. But can I just talk about something else in the meantime? This editing style. Yeah, it's very instructive. But doesn't it feel like your brain is glitching? It's so many cuts. Mm -hmm. Oh, I, you didn't I, notice that at I all. I didn't really notice. Wow. That. I'm just really in tune with like how they are doing it. I am amazed. You must watch oh, more. Tic cool. You must watch more TikTok than oh, I do. Oh, yeah, definitely. I'm more used to it. Because I was just like, wow. It's like there. That was like 10 cuts. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like crazy number of cuts. Maybe it's the new trend. Maybe. Uh, but like anyway, zooming in and out. it's impressive regardless. And when you break it down in these steps, <laughs> you realize it's not really that crazy. It's just combining it all together and believing you can pull it off. And experiencing the like steps in order to get it. Like he's trying to work on the landing. And if you were to do it at like front to end, I think that'll be really scary to do. But if you kind of like know the ending part or like in the middle and try to break it down in that way, I feel like it's kind of uh, helpful. And then, of course, the last piece is actually just physically aiding in it. And then and tons no of hands and lots of padding yeah. is key here. But yeah, it's a, it's a kid doing no, no mat, just like straight up backflips in an hour. It's pretty cool. That's cool, man. That's what I thought. Give me one more, Will. Let me have one more. Come on. What? Let me have one more. Give me one more post. Oh, one more. Give me one more link. Don't fade me out. Oh no, don't. Just keep get rid of this one. Get rid of that one. Oh yeah, okay. Well, no, let's uh Wow, you actually you, you actually have a lot of links too. There's a lot, yeah. Well, what do you want to do? This one? All right, never mind. <laughs> we'll come back. I was thinking of something that would Which be one? good for Vin. Oh, <laughs> go go to what's the we'll go to the one uh the other reddit post but further up to the left like beside oh, yeah no nah, never mind okay cool well whatever we'll get to more posts tomorrow yeah we'll get what back he to do it. is exhausted and starving and he needs tacos and it's a hard life out here man this uh the grind yeah appreciate the um super chats yeah we really Jeez. yeah we really do since we're copyright infringers anyways uh we appreciate you guys for making this show possible it's a rare vin appearance hopefully it's not the last uh i know you guys i know he's the number one most requested guest so you guys can uh spam the chat and just let vin know how much you appreciate his presence minus the bronco stuff where he doesn't understand the lore he doesn't understand Lou later lore. What are you gonna eat, Will? I know, I know you're starving. What are you gonna eat? I don't know. I have to figure it out. Nope. I have to make something. 
no no uh clue at all no guidelines you're going from scratch just the whole world of possibilities well maybe tacos <laughs> all right yeah. it would be fitting on a tuesday and yeah. after our tangent our taco tuesday tangent yes appreciate everybody who joined us today appreciate all the super chats appreciate vim for joining us obviously appreciate willie do for starving for the last two hours plus this won't be the last time in fact we'll see you sooner than later because we'll see you tomorrow yeah